Welcome to Living Rural, a podcast on home financing and mortgages for rural living. I'm Michelle Sandin, your host and your Rural First Consumer Lending Officer with Farm Credit Services of America. Let's dive into the world of rural home financing together. The past few episodes, we've talked about construction, which is one of our niche products. With the one-time close and ability to lock on day one, our portfolio for construction loans continues to grow. On this episode of Living Rural, I have asked Tony Wright, owner of Elevation Drafting Company, to talk about drafting plans for your new home. Drafters have the skills necessary to understand the construction, electrical, and plumbing requirements of projects and ensure you get the results you want. So welcome, Tony. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. Thanks for coming in. So let's just kind of share with our listeners, tell me a little bit about yourself, kind of where you're located, what you do, and, and kind of what a, a drafter does. So I'm just going to kind of open it up to you and, and let you roll. Alrighty. So I'm originally from Council Bluffs. It was like around 2018. We had decided to move out west and try some different stuff and see if we wanted to move anywhere else. We ended up deciding Iowa would be the best place to start that business mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of different connections here. So we moved back. 2019, and I kind of got rolling. We end up um, just south of Glenwood, Iowa, and we've been there for a few years now. But uh, yeah, I I framed houses for about 10 years right after high school. Went to some college, didn't really know what I wanted to do, started building houses, really enjoyed it, but I was constantly told framers don't make it past 40. And I was always like, well, what am I going to do after 40? <laughs> That's not very old. You right. Know? But uh, in the framing world, it is kind of old. So I started looking around, really enjoyed the design starts, started kind of sketching, you know, houses every now and then just for fun. And started, actually, I talked to somebody in town here, and I can't remember who it was. I don't think they're in business anymore. as an old architect, I think. And he had pointed me to Iowa Western. So I went out to Iowa Western, got my degree out there, and then started bouncing around. I, I worked on a structural engineering firm in Des Moines for about a year, and I didn't like that very much. It was very boring. Yeah, um, it's that's less creativity, more just straight drafting. The engineer says draw this, and so you draw that. But so I came back to town after we. That I say we, my wife and I, we we had gotten married, and we came back to town and and. I had started doing different stuff, trying to figure out what we we're going to do. I worked for a builder out in Omaha area. That was more of like, that felt like a production line type kind of thing where they give you five house plans and that's where you draft. And so it was kind of a, it was a learning process. And then ended up getting a job at a place called Advanced House Plans. That's in Elkhorn now, or they might be in Omaha now. They've grown quite a bit since I've left. But I learned a ton there, some good guys there. And that was straight, a lot of custom, not real stock plan stuff, but it was a very great place to learn because you're learning the ins and outs of not only drafting, but how plans need to go together to make sense. And just a lot of design work too, because it's a lot of freedom of working with customers and putting on paper what they want, but also how things have to work too. Like right. it's just different because you can't, I don't know, there's just... There's just outlines, you know, you have to stay within just like any other job, but that's kind of how that was. So that was a different learning environment. I I've also, feel like I tell this story a few times to different people. It's like, I feel like I went the long way around. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to somebody about this, wanting to possibly go back to school for architecture and get uh, like a bachelor's in architecture and, and get licensed and all that jazz. But um, some people say, you know, for our field as in residential, we don't really need it. And 
I feel like, I, like I said, I think I took the long way around. I framed. Most people don't frame before they do this kind of stuff. So that has helped me probably the most because I know how a house goes together. I, I put this, the sticks together as opposed to just drawing it on paper and hoping that someone else knows how to do it. So, right. so that's kind of been the process. It's It was from hands-on to more on paperwork and designing everything and then getting to a point where I wanted to do my own thing. And that's also been a learning curve too, because it's, it's way more management than I had ever thought, you know, with, it's not just, I meet somebody and put plans on paper. It's juggling anywhere from 30 to 40 plans at a time and running out and doing meetings and doing drawings at the same time. Sometimes it's, I'm staying up till 2 p.m. or 2 a.m., you know, to, Mm -hmm. to get things done or meet deadlines. But, but I don't know. I think overall it's, it's been, it's been fun and I really enjoy what I do. So it's, I think I'm, but this is my fifth year now on my own. So, yeah. And I think it's becoming more popular too. You know, I've been doing construction loans for almost 25 years and, and I'm used to people coming in with, with a napkin, right. And and they've got (laughs) to have the sketch, right. And, and it seems like as time goes on, it's, it's better plans. And I tell people, I need to see that, and the appraiser needs to see it. It's going right. to help help the value. So, I, I'm guessing you probably get calls from, okay, Tony, this is what I want to do. How do I put it on paper? You know, these are my I- ideas, but I, but I need the drawing. Is that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah? And you know, I still get the napkin sketches. Yeah. And you know, honestly, I, that's why I tell people I've seen I've literally seen everything. Uh-huh. I've seen crayon drawings. I've I've seen it all. So, it's one of those things where if you have an idea, it's my job to make sure it works. And that's something I take pride in is that I'm not just going to put lines together for you. I want to make sure it works. And it's kind of what's neat about the, the product I use, the program I use is I can build that whole plan out to where we're trying to eliminate mistakes while we do it. So maybe that roof doesn't sit exactly like you thought it was going to sit, mm-hmm. or maybe you thought you could get a vaulted ceiling in this way and a vaulted ceiling in this way. And I can show you, Hey, this is what this is going to look like. And it doesn't quite work like that. Right. But, but yeah, with plan work, it's, it has been different because I think jurisdictions are changing too. So governments are saying, Hey, we need something a little more concrete than mm-hmm. a sketch. And it does still exist in certain areas, you know, a little more rural areas where people can get by with just maybe just a floor plan. But, but yeah, it's, so it's changing everywhere in the council bluffs area, Omaha, for sure. A lot more rules than your Mills County and stuff like that. Right. But, but uh, I don't know. I, I've worked across the board in, in all those areas. I had met a guy out in Washington State where, you know, obviously the, the, everything's completely different. You know, the requirements are way different. So that's kind of been fun too. It's been hard and frustrating because it's like what they need to have on plan, completely different than what we need to have on plan. And so that gets our back and forth tend to be a bit more of a pain in the butt. But, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's good too. But like I said, have everybody come in and it is always different. It's either we've got a bunch of plans, you know, we've got five plans that we love. We love the master on this one. We love the bathroom on this one. And so I always try doing my best of basically mashing them all together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And, but that's, I don't know. I, that's the part I enjoy probably the most mm-hmm. is it's really fun to be able to try to mix them up and then see what we can come up with, and hopefully the people are happy with it. And I think having those plans, I'm a visual person, mm-hmm. so then I can actually see it, right? Not just the floor plan, but like 
the front of it, what it's going to look like. Right. Um, that that helps know my in my in product, what I'm getting. Yeah, I think the the 3D world has changed mm-hmm. a lot, and I mean, and I still talk to older guys who remember drawing everything by hand, mm-hmm. and I just cannot imagine doing that because it's anymore like so many changes. And not only changes, but when you, and I've done some drafting, like 2D drafting, where it's just line work, and then you have to create basically perspectives or views from line work, which is kind of tough. But with the 3D world now, it's so good that you can, I mean, like I said, I can build out your whole house, whether it be foundation, up to the roof plan. They have a generic, like, trusses, so you can throw trusses in there, kind of see what that shape is going to look like. I know it helps a ton. My big thing is trying to get the floor plan first mm-hmm. because I've, I used to do it where, and I've worked for places where you get the floor plan and then you build the exterior and you say, here's your house. And then they go, we don't like that. Let's change this whole side and that whole side. And then it takes another few days to get the exterior built correctly. So I like to get that floor plan done first and then we can start kind of seeing what the views are like. And that's not like set in stone because I also do work for that other people that like to have things kind of viewed as, as they go. I also try to do a good job of if you're doing certain special details with it, with like ceilings or kitchen layouts or anything like that, if I think it's going to be odd or if you think it's going to be odd and you're not sure what it looks like. And I run into that a lot with couples, you know, married couples and everything. They say, can you show us that kitchen? Cause my wife can't, decide what she wants or whatever, whoever it is. But, but yeah, that's what's so great about that program is that. That that was going to be my next question is I'm sure you have changes, right? You kind of, you kind of start, okay, here's your first plan. And then meeting with them again. And and I don't know sometimes, or if you have any idea how, or an example of maybe it's gone five, six, seven times, you know, constantly (laughs) changing things, which, which I think is good. Like I said, back to the visual, but Mm -hmm. I'm guessing we don't just do one set of plans and we're ready to roll. No. And and there's times where I've told people, you know, I'm not Joanna Gaines, and it's not <laughs> Fixer Upper, you know. It's HGTV, they, they make it look like that first shot, it's going to be perfect, and it's going to blow your mind, and that's, that's never how it is. I would love to be able to do that, but I think, and sometimes maybe I get in my head, like, I've done that plenty of times where I get a floor plan, it's like, this checks all the boxes that they wanted, this is going to be perfect, and you send it to them, and they go, nah, and it's like, what are you talking about? This is exactly what you wanted. And, but no, changes happen all the time. I've done from a plan that lasts, you know, a week and they say, this is perfect, except let's just change the pantry a little bit and we're good to go. And it's like, wow, that was fast. Mm -hmm. And I've done, I've literally done plans that last over a year because people just, they can't make up their mind. Life happens and then they disappear for a month and they come back. And so, yep, I've been all over the board. (laughs) And I tell people, and I've, and I've said this before on the podcast is construction takes time. Mm. It's going to take you time to get your plans and bids and get everything put together. It doesn't happen overnight. So same way with, with finding the plans and and getting what you want. Right. Um, This is a home that you're hopefully going to have for a long time. And yeah, yeah. it's, it's such an exciting thing It is, and it's hard. It's like, you don't want to hold people down and and tell them to slow down a bit, you know, but, but yeah, it's, I get both sides of it. It's tough, but I, I think as contractors and I talk to more contractors, it's contractors wish would people would maybe be a, a little more realistic. Like we can't, you know, the old saying, you can't build Rome in a day. And it's, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how this goes. You know, things take time. You have stuff mess up or product lines or whatever, but 
yeah, plan work can, and what's hard for me is I get to a point where I'm so busy. You know, if I'm juggling 30 some plans at a time, 30 people at a time, and you want your changes tomorrow, and it's like, I would absolutely love to get your changes tomorrow, but I can't. I just, I've got 20 other people saying they want their changes tomorrow too, right. and there's only so many hours in a day, and and so I've run into that problem of, you know, do you hire people to to keep up with demand, and, and the, the way the market goes, it flows, and so you just never know, but um, yeah, timelines are tough. I think that's probably one of the hardest things in the mm-hmm. construction industry, it seems like. So I was I was thinking, do you ever go out if somebody already owns the land? Mm-hmm. Do you ever go out to the property to kind of see how the home would sit or how would how it would lay? You know, based on the acres or and kind of help yeah. help them kind of view that. Does yeah. that ever happen? Yeah, I I try to go out with new houses. It doesn't happen as often because a lot of times it's well, my lot is flat, so we don't you know exactly where you're getting. My lot sloped a little bit, so we're going to do a walkout, et cetera, et cetera. There was one recent one that the lot sloped, which would be, the lot was sloped a lot, and a lot was sloped a lot. And it, he, they, their view was out the back, mm-hmm. but the way everything was situated, the driveway was going to come up from the back. And so the house was just going to be different compared to normal, you know, you drive up, see the front of your house, pull into your garage, that kind of thing. This was going to be, you pull up and see the back of your house and drive around the side of it and go into your garage. So he wanted to design it the way it fit the land, which is, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And so we worked back and forth to get it to fit just right in that spot and to allow for his living room, kitchen, basically dining to have those views out the back and you're not, so that way it's just different because you're not pulling up and seeing this grand front, you know, facade that you're seeing the back of your house. Right. At first he, he had said, well, I don't really want to make the back of the house fancy because it's the back of the house. No one's back here. No one's ever going to see this. But then that those things change too, because you start designing stuff and you're like, you know, it's kind of plain. Let's make those windows bigger. Let's, let's do a bigger vaulted ceiling over the deck, you know, and let's make it pretty. And so those things happen too. And I, back to with timeline things, it's like, I want you keep you on time too if you have a deadline but I also try to be patient too to facilitate because realistically it's your house and that's what I tell people because I've worked for places that say you get three changes and that's it Mm. and I've told people from the start it's like no this is your house you're going to build it the way you want it and it's my job to help you see it and make sure it's buildable and so that's what I'm here for so Mm. that's I don't I, I know people want to rush along and get paid, get the job done. But it's, it just, it just depends. Every job is different, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, speaking with you and, and contractors in the past too, you know, builders, it's, it's important to go out to that property and, and make sure what you're designing is going to fit. Right. And it's, and it's amazing, you know, the average person doesn't think of those things, but there's a lot that, that goes into designing your new home and is it going to fit and and look right and and like you said changes whether you know on the drafting side or once they start building but that's a lot to to think about and consider it's it's kind of crazy i sometimes i wish i could do i wish there was more of me Mm -hmm. i wish i could do a full design build type of business because i want to be involved in everything it seems like i had a recent custom in West Omaha where 
the homeowner wanted this house. He had a plan that he liked, wanted to do some changes, stuff to it. We, we drew everything out. He loved it, finished the plan. The contractor said, the homeowner told me originally, we have plenty of room. It's an acre lot, even with setbacks, all that jazz, it fits. So we drew the plan, put it on the lot. It fit. He, he originally told me the, the lot is flat. We won't have a problem contractor comes back after the plans are done and says the lot is way more sloped than he let you know and so we're going to have to flip the plan mm -hmm. so we flip the plan and that's not a big deal it's, it's fairly easy to do so we reverse the plan the garage is on the other side now still caused issues with retaining walls and slope was just too much that plan was basically scrapped and we had to start with a whole new plan. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so it hap that happens, you know. But that's where I wish, and I automatically feel guilty. It's like, well, should I have gone out? Even though he told me it's flat, it'll be fine, I probably should have taken the time to go out and check. And, yeah, like you said, it, it, you just never know. You never know what you're working with. And do you want to put trust in a contractor that you don't know or maybe homeowners who maybe don't have the experience mm -hmm. or you know those kinds of things do I want to take the time because other places I've worked for you know it's it's a set of plans here's your plans you figure it out kind of thing right so it's, it's I feel like that's where my company is trying it's, I'm evolving to where maybe more full service type stuff to where I can bring you in and, and help you completely from finish to or start to finish, maybe. Maybe that works better for everybody. I'm mm -hmm. trying to figure that part out. But So do you have plans that you're able to give, like set up the, the same type of plans to everyone, or do you just really customize to, to every individual that, that reaches out to you? Everything's kind of both. Mm -hmm. um, every plan, you know, for the most part, requires the same amount of detail. Mm -hmm. Depends on special areas, whether the ceiling's doing something weird, whether you are... Maybe I have to show a section cut through something to help builders or contractors realize what's exactly happening here so they can frame it correctly. Those things happen, but there are times where, you know, hey, I want a three-bedroom, two-bath house, and can you show me? I mean, I j recently just had a, a contractor ask. He, he wants to start getting into the new builds, spec mm -hmm. builds, and he asked me, hey, do you have three-bedroom, two-bath houses that are under... 1600 square feet and it's like well let me go look and that's something I need to I know a lot of different drafter com drafting companies have is stock plans that they you know they just every time they get a custom maybe they turn it into a stock plan and throw it in the corners for somebody like that but but yeah every I feel like details tend to be the same but it does feel different every time you do it sure so are you just kind of centralized here in the midwest or do you kind of go across the borders, kind of wherever. I mean, it's, like I said, nice that it's kind of all yeah. computerized, but how, <laughs> how far did you, and do you just do homes? Or I think I saw something on your Facebook page the other day about a one that you did out West. Yeah. I, I've been blessed to do house plans like all over. Nice. I, I can't remember how many States I'm in now. Mm -hmm. It's like, I want to say at least 10 States. Oh. I've done, I did, I don't know how the guy found me. It was in Arizona. I did a little house in Arizona I met a guy, business was slow last year. I reached out to a guy in Washington State. He was looking for some help. So I did some work for him, and now he sends me stuff all the time. And so 
up in, it's Wenatchee, Washington. It's okay. just over the mountains from like Seattle area. Beautiful area. We've been through there. We, we stayed up there one time years ago. But, but yeah, so I'll do work up for them. I actually got to go back to the office today and finish one up for them. Nice. I want to say Indiana, Arkansas, Missouri, Colorado. So there's been quite a few. It's just, you know, power of the internet, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the internet is, you feel like it's terrible, but, some, <laughs> you know, it, it allows us to do so much. So, right. yeah, people reach out and they'll find me. And I had one lady from... I can't remember if it was Utah or which one it was. Now, she, <laughs> it was the most random way. She said, where I live, the, the drafters are crazy busy. So I thought, I'm going to Google a state <coughs> that might not be super busy. Mm. And so I picked Nebraska. And then I picked, what's the, one of the smaller cities in Nebraska? And I picked Bellevue. And so then I Googled, Drafters in Bellevue, and I was in Glenwood, just right across the river, mm-hmm. and I popped up, and that's how she found me, and I ended up doing her house. It's oh, that's awesome! The most wild thing I've ever heard. The power of social media, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That has been a, a big one. You get quite a bit of traffic through Facebook, and then the website, and all that stuff too. So got it. So I think we, like I said, talked a little bit about how, and kind of when I start with with somebody that comes in and says, hey, Michelle, I want to build a home, but I have no idea where to start, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of it too, and it probably goes back to your drafting skills is, what are your needs and wants? What do you want in this home? You know, like you said, how many bedrooms, how many square footage? A lot of times they know, or a lot of times they don't know. So I imagine kind of putting those plans together, and once they see it visually, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or add this, or, you know, I guess I don't need that, but I think a lot of it is... What is the needs and wants of, of what they're wanting to build? Right. It's it's always different, it seems like. I recently had a couple, and they're out near Shelby, Iowa, and they kind of had an idea of what they wanted, mm-hmm. and we, we met, and then the more questions I asked, the more they realized they weren't sure what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first time I felt like I had that happen to where, because most of the time, you know... I want this size, I want, I got to have this bathroom, I have to have a giant pantry or whatever it is that those boxes you want checked, right? And the more I asked, the, the more they were just not sure. They knew they needed something, but they weren't sure about the details yet. So I think we, I can't remember if it was like a month or two, we kind of spaced out the next meeting to let them kind of look around and see. So we, we ended up meeting back on their property to see how their property laid out and there was more slope in an area. They had two areas on the property where they wanted to build mm-hmm. and one had a little bit more of a slope. So we ended up starting something there and it ended up, ended up while we're, while we're standing there, it was, let's do the garage this way. It makes sense. Let's do these areas here. And so then when I went home, started putting stuff together, got it to them and that wasn't what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that was like three plans ago. I think we're on like the fourth floor <laughs> plan now. So, so yeah, it that that those kinds of things, you know. Sometimes people know exactly what they want. Sometimes they don't, and that's all right because that's just how it goes. I think that's awesome providing your your expertise and your knowledge because sometimes the average consumer, you mm-hmm. know, or they just they don't know. So that's why we have to educate them and, and yeah. be here. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm super grateful for it because mm-hmm. you could have scoured house plan websites for days 
and maybe found one that was close enough. But I also like the fact that you reached out, we can work something custom that's going to fit you with exactly the way you want it, and you're going to love it, as opposed to maybe buying something that you just kind of like. So I don't know. It's it's very different. I also like... I. I, I, maybe I surprise myself sometimes in my in my head is I don't think I'm as experienced as I am because then I start putting stuff together and it's like trying to get things to work and and you've done it so many times now that it's it just works and it's it's fairly easy for for me to to do and I've seen this so many times and and oh this situation well I've seen that so many times so it's it's kind of it, it is nice it People say, you know, I want your professional opinion. And I, I don't think of myself as a professional. It's just like, it's just what I've done for years now. And, but that's, that is, I guess that's what it is. You, you've had so much experience in it. You're able to, but I, I love to be able to give my two cents here and there. And, and that's, I feel like that's how I'm a little different too with other maybe architects or drafters is I'm not trying to tell you how to draw your house. I'm not trying to tell you how to build it. I've run into that a lot with, you know, so-and-so hired a, architect and they had a plan that they loved and they gave it to them and the architect said you don't want this you want to do this instead mm-hmm. and I just have not I'm I'm not like that I I will help you as much as you want me to help you I will tell you if this doesn't work or that doesn't work but if you want your master closet to be a football stadium then <laughs> go ahead yeah. yep. <laughs> well I think when we're passionate about something and enjoy what we do, then, then we are experts. And, right. and yeah, we enjoy sharing our knowledge with, with everyone we can. Yeah. It's fun. It, mm-hmm. and, and when you're around it so much, I, I think you just don't realize how, how knowledgeable you've become. Right. It's not like I've studied in a book so much. It's just that you've just done the work. So yep. it's, I don't know. I enjoy it. Good. A lot of fun. Well, Tony, I appreciate you coming and sharing your knowledge about, you know, Having plans, I know I appreciate it when when somebody comes and I have some good drawings and plans, and so does my appraiser. So, yeah, Tony with Elevation Drafting Company here in in the Midwest. So I appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. So thank you for joining us on this episode of Living Rural. I hope you have found value in the information we have shared regarding finding a drafter that can provide you the best new plans for your new home. We release new episodes each week and look forward to seeing you next time. Rural First is a trade name and exclusive trademark of Farm Credit MidAmerica, NMLS 407249. Rural First is available to consumers within the territories of participating Farm Credit System associations, including Farm Credit Services of America, NMLS 579135, and Frontier Farm Credit, NMLS 628123. Equal housing lender, all loans subject to credit approval and eligibility.